Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Suzanne, I'll begin with something that we frequently hear, and I'm not sure if it's hearsay or what it is. Maybe you can put me straight on it. Is there an ongoing shortage of foster carers? PJ, thanks very much for having us on today. Absolutely. That is not a misconception. There absolutely is a shortage of foster carers within Tusla and within the state. And just very briefly, um, Cork is the largest foster care um, department in the country, but that doesn't mean we have a plethora of foster cares and we are urgently looking for foster cares. Do you know the reasons for the shortage? Well, I think you have to look at the fact that fostering is actually a voluntary service, so it's not something that you ha- you can make anyone do. And whilst uh, during the pandemic we struggled to get cares, we actively recruited throughout the pandemic. And I think it's really around people's circumstances. Um, not everybody um, has the time in their life or a room in their home, as we have in our in our t- in our tagline, to foster. But we're really hoping. Um, that now people might consider fostering as an option um, for looking after a child that requires care. So, Suzanne, who can be a foster carer? Or I guess maybe who can't, because, again, there's a perception that it's difficult, like for a single person or a same-sex couple or somebody with a disability to, to become a foster carer. Is that the case? <laughs> Actually, no, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of uh, bust some of the myths as, as because they are out there. Um, TUSLA are very inclusive in relation to who can foster. So um, single, sec, uh, single people can foster. People who are working full time can foster. Single sex, uh, single sex couples can foster. Um, older people can foster. So um, th- those through the um, whole range of types of fostering options, helps meet the need of children who require care outside the home. What about someone who can't have children? Is it true, somebody said this to me in an interview years ago, is it true that you have to stop IVF if you want to foster? Now, what we would say, yes, and I'll tell you where that comes in, PJ, relates to um, someone who is either going through the adoption process is pregnant or is going through IVSF cannot be considered for fostering at that time. Mm. And the reason for that is, is that if we 
look at carers who have children that are three years of age or older can apply to foster. And that's to ensure that the child, you know, the, either the, you know, the baby they're going to have is going to get all the care and attention that it needs its first three years of life. I see. So what we do is when we have an information session, we talk about that and we say, if you really are interested in fostering and you are either, you know, going through an adoption process or you're going through IVF or you're pregnant and you're still interested after that child is three years of age, please, all by means, do come back to us. Okay, that, that explains that one very well. So for somebody then who is eligible, what's the process? Where do they start? Okay, where they start is an information night, and that is the very first uh, beginning of the process. We have an information night next Wednesday evening on Microsoft Teams. Uh, people aren't to be afraid of that because we have a really good uh, technical social worker in the department to help them get on. That's at 7 p.m. on the 20th of April. And then we have, most importantly, um, our uh, 18th of May recruitment night for people who are interested in looking after a child with a disability. Mm. So we're recruiting all the time um, in relation to looking for new carers. Mm. I'll come back to the information nights and particularly the disability in a little while. How long does the, does the process take? The process can take anywhere from um, six months to a bit longer. And the reason for that is the longest stage of the process is the reference gathering. So we gather a lot of references um, on individuals, let's say from schools, public health nurse, doctors, uh, their employer. And the reason why we do that is we need to ensure that somebody who's willing or wanting to foster is best suited to foster. So that's usually the largest part, longest part of the process. Mm. But from there, then, they attend a training, a preparation and training course, and that's usually over a three to four week period. It's usually only a few hours in the morning. We're currently doing that on Microsoft Teams. And then the last part of the process is the assessment process, and that can take anywhere from 12 to 16 weeks. And following on from that, then they would go to one of our committees to be approved. I see. I see. So once one is approved, then how are children matched with their foster carer like can a carer express a preference as to the age or gender of the child they'd like to foster is is that taken into account of course it is it's a really all-inclusive process during the assessment process the assessing social worker has to look at the foster carer and they have to look at what is their family makeup or what experience do they have looking after uh, children in care or children in their own family, even if they're a childless couple, if they've had nieces and nephews or friends that they've looked after. So what we try to do is during the assessment process, we look at what would best suit that family and recommendations are made at the time of assessment. Um, and that goes to committee. So some people might be assessed for a long-term child, and it might be from zero to 18. Other other foster carers who go to committee and are approved may be for only weekends, and it may be for a child under six. We really look uh, with the person who's interested in fostering, what really is going to suit them? And I think that's the important bit, because not every child is going to suit every family. Yeah. And I guess, let's be fair about it, one would know that children in the foster care system many of them would unfortunately be, be troubled and maybe difficult. It takes an amount of experience to be able to take in a child like that. 
I would agree with you in some ways, but what I would say is the foster cares that we have, they have a lot of life experience mm. along with the training that they are getting in Cork. So we have, we use a trauma lens and I don't like using jar- jargon, but children who come into care suffer trauma. And what we have found over the last number of years under a piece of research with UCC is that we need to equip our foster carers regarding how to manage trauma when a child comes into care, comes into their home. And it's a really, really good training program. So we're trying to get all our foster carers right now trained in that uh, program because what we do know and what we've learned is that foster carers, they themselves can help that child overcome the trauma that they have endured prior to coming into care. Yeah, it, it is, no doubt, Suzanne, it is very skilled work, and, and th- those of us outside of the system know very little about it. Like Another area that it might be difficult to, to place a child was if the child is, is sick or has a disability. That's a specialised form of fostering too. It really is, and PJ, I'm really glad you raised that because that is a huge area of interest and concern that we have at the moment here in Cork is the fact that we have a number of children who do require a foster home, who have a range of disabilities, whether it is a medical condition or physical disability or intellectual disability or mental health issue. And we need people who are interested in that area that would foster a child who needed care outside their family home. And those cares would be supported by not only um, TUSLA, but we have very good working relationship with the HSC and their partners, such as Brothers Charity, uh, Enable Ireland, uh, Cope Foundation. And we work together um, in order to support those children with those particular types of needs. Yeah, like after a child is placed, not just a child who might have a disability or be sick, but mm-hmm. yeah. in general, after a child is placed, like they'll have their own social worker being in the care system we'd understand that but so to speak Suzanne who takes care of the carer yeah excellent question Um, and that comes up frequently um, at our information nights and what I kind of always say at an information night is that if you don't like social workers now you might not like us at the end of the process because there's a lot of us involved (laughs) but Foster cares have um, a, an assessing social worker, so they've all, they're always guided by somebody, and that's a social worker. And then once they're approved, they have what's known as a link worker. Again, not to use jargon, mm. but that's a social worker to support them. And that's for them alone in relation to helping them with whatever training needs they need, to help them uh, work with the area social worker or any services or any issues that arise. A link worker is assigned to them from the fostering resource unit in Cork. And how accessible to them is that link worker? As accessible as it needs to be. So like if a foster carer needs, you know, frequent contact in the sense of a, on, a, on a weekly basis and their their social worker is not on annual leave or is around, they absolutely will get that service. But also to just to say to you, we have other disciplines within our own team. So if the link worker um, believes that, a, you know, more support is required outside what they can offer, we have a social care leader within our department to all, also offer that direct work with that link worker or like with that foster care to support them. It's a lot to take on uh, for anybody. So you mentioned information evenings earlier on. Mm-hmm. You've got you've got one coming up later this month, and then two in May. 
TJ, we have one in May. And the one in May is very uh, specific. It's for um, people who are interested in looking after a child with a disability. And that is the 18th of May at 7 p.m. And that's on Microsoft Teams. Um, and then we have another general information in July. We run them every month bar June and August mm. are, and December are the three months we don't run. We found that the interest wanes during those times. Um, but the one this month is a general. So anybody's interested in fostering in general, uh, we would welcome everybody coming. And the one in May is very specific for those who are interested in attending who are interested in looking after a child with a disability. And you said that you have IT people who'll help with the Microsoft Teams and all that, but what's mm -hmm. the first step? Where would one go to sign up for that? First step is that they can register their interest at tusla.fostering.ie is there uh, is the first. The And the other is, I'm sorry, now I'm just trying to get the, the, the other number. Um, my apologies, no. Um, they can register their interest at tusla.fostering at tusla.ie and the free phone number is 1-800-226-771. You mentioned, Suzanne, earlier, just to finish up, you mentioned that it's a voluntary service in that you can't force anybody to do it, obviously, but a carer is paid, aren't they? Uh, how much is that? And, and and is it true, again, these are other things you hear, is it true the child gets a medical card for the duration of the placement? Yes, in relation to the medical card, absolutely that's true. Every child who comes into care is allowed to have a medical card. So that comes with the child. Um, and if the child doesn't have one at the time of coming into care, that is applied for by the area social worker straight away. Um, and just in relation to the allowance, so Every foster care is paid an allowance for every child that comes into their care. And the allowance um, for under 12s is 312 euros. And for over to over 12 years of age, it's 352. And that is per week. Okay. So and that's for that's for the day to day looking after that child that you have in your care. Suzanne, I hope that our conversation will bust a few myths, as you said yourself at the start, and maybe interest some people out there who, who might want to get involved. It's, a, it's an extremely noble thing to do. It's a very noble thing to do. And what I always say to people who come on, um, you know, I suppose I've been doing the information for the last four years since I've come to fostering. And what I have said to people, it is an extremely brave thing to do as well. So not only is it noble, but it's very brave. And we we value our foster carers in Cork. And we believe anybody joining us um, would have a great experience. It's a very good experience. And it's not just the adults who foster PJ. It's also their children. Yeah. And we have loads of support for them as well. Yeah. That need to be sibling support, I guess, if you're bringing another child into a house Absolutely. where there's a, already. And you do that too. Yes, we do. We have support groups for birth children and we have support groups for foster carers. Suzanne, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you very much. Thanks, PJ. Thank you. Courts 96 FM. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.